Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Whoa. Uh-oh. Slow. Well, let's try that again. Before 20. <laughs> I've never smoked weed in my life, so just heads up. Anyhow. Keep that in there, please. No, 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 no. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Why Smoking work from home with <laughs> your office could be in Yellowstone or in Scottsdale, wherever you want to be. 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheelers, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Minamerica RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at minamericarv.com. Hello, guys. Good to be back. Welcome back. Hello. Mello makes me so nervous <laughs> that I'm just constantly like, what is he going to do? Just had to take care of a hangnail there for a second. You're just oh. so bored. You upset that I left you guys yeah. for an episode? It was weird. It's good to have you back. Yeah. We I mean, had to change the name, but we didn't. Yeah. I mean, I listened to the whole podcast and I heard you guys say that you didn't think that I was going to. Um, so I appreciate all the people that listened to Matt and Mello and sent me DMs saying, Matt and Mello said you like DMs. <laughs> um, it, the show came out and then all of a sudden I got a few messages and I was like, those you know what those Those, rascals those little rascals um yeah and you guys managed to do the manscape plug like at least six times which by the way is two guys 20 for 20 percent off for our friends that listen but i was 20 percent off to take 100 percent off with my karate moves i guess what the hell was that or even just like 60 percent off depending on your preference depending on your preference i was actually very impressed with your guys's answers for some of these questions like the life questions you took them very seriously and i was shocked i think maybe it's just I, when i'm around that you don't take them seriously and then it's like oh and pages you're in your a bad influence take- yeah it's basically me but i mean i was impressed i even had some people slide in the dms and be like hey that was a really good answer so maybe i'll just go 180 and we'll start being all serious all the time this is a serious podcast mm-hmm. right super serious we'll be able to manage that right look at matt trying to like hold in some joke that he has right now my brain doesn't even work i literally have struggled i've been late for like two things today which doesn't happen for me i lost my debit card it's snowing outside in the in late april like what is what is the uh look right there what was the the famous line that somebody used like uh the best ability is availability. Uh, no, something about like the, oh. the chickens are fucking the, <laughs> what the Jerry Jones. I, Jerry Jones. Something about the owls something are about, fucking the chickens. Your brain doesn't even work. Fucking the chickens. <laughs> oh, That's yeah, honestly nine how Nine days is. till the draft. It, yeah, nine days, nine till, the days till the draft. Also, this episode's coming out a day late again because we just like are having trouble getting it together in the beginning of the week. We always get our Friday episode out on Friday, but everything else is just a mess. So until the draft is over... Like, it's probably going to be like this, and we apologize. But I think, you know what? You'd rather get the best of us than just, like, the small snippets um, to make it be on time. So um, I was busy in Scottsdale not paying attention to anything, but I did come across a lot of comments (laughs) criticizing Trevor Lawrence. 
And um, basically he said that he was like cool without football. And like, if he woke up and it was like gone, whatever, he would be okay and fulfilled as a person. And people took that as him not having a work ethic. And they also like made the assumption that if another quarterback in this draft class uh, had said something like that, that people would be criticizing him. So then everyone just decided to criticize Trevor Lawrence. And I read the apology and I was like, why is he apologizing for being like a fully well-rounded person? I don't know. And maybe if he wasn't the number one pick in the draft, he wouldn't have had those comments come out, but he doubled down on it and said, like, if I didn't have football, I'd be fine. But I was curious what you guys think in terms of like, okay, should we be criticizing these comments? Is it just because it's draft season? Is it just because he's the number one overall pick or is there more to it? I don't think that there, wait, who goes first? This is where we're not sitting by each other. You go first. I'll go last on all things. I think people just kind of doubled down on it. It was like, oh, we didn't overreact enough. So now we're really going to overreact to these comments. Like you just, you hear it all the time. It's so old. Just let people live their lives. I'm so sick of everyone on Twitter, pretty much. Like, what are we, a week and a half away from the draft? I can't wait till it's over. Uh, I'm with you. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with what Trevor said. I do think it's kind of bullshit that he had to apologize or add clarity, but that is the draft process. I, I've told Mello this story when it happened. I can remember a, a scout telling me that they knocked Derek Carr because he was married. And I think he had a child at the time. And they thought that'd be a distraction. It'd be something that would keep him out of the facility. <laughs> so the other thing to remember is that like NFL teams usually means one scout for one team. It doesn't mean all 32 teams got together and they were like, right. you know what? This is a problem because the three of us can't even agree on who our favorite quarterback is in this class. So how, how are we sure. going to expect 600 scouts to agree on one thing? It just doesn't happen. And so I think that's one thing that like, I feel a lot of responsibility for, like we have to do a better job of explaining that a, a scout said this or three scouts said this. And, it, it, and it's fun to like put the tweet out there or to do the quote of an anonymous scout said this. We have to remember that that's probably one opinion out of 500, and it doesn't always matter. So, but to Mello's point, Twitter is insufferable this year, more so than ever. Um, like, I can't wait for that post draft Twitter break because it's so needed this year, where I do think because Trevor Lawrence has not had a flaw, people were looking for one. They were looking for something to jump on and be like, ha, see, he's not perfect. Well, he's pretty damn close to perfect. And I saw someone say this. I wish I could remember who it was because it, it summed it up perfectly. He's Tim Tebow off the field and Andrew Luck on it. And that's what you want at the quarterback position. He's not going to get in trouble. This, you're not going to have a Dwayne Haskins situation where my man's at a strip club during a pandemic with dollar bills in his mouth. Like He's going to be fine. So which would you rather have? The boring kid that's probably going to go to church on Saturday night to play his game on Sunday or the player who's reckless and you have to worry about? Well, I'd rather not have to worry about Ben Roethlisberger and motorcycles and other things and just have the boring guy who's maybe could use a trim up on that haircut. He's 20 years old. He's married. He's mature. He's a leader. We saw that with Black Lives Matter. We saw it with Let Us Play. I'm sorry he's perfect, and that offends people. Yeah, and I think, like, we need to start getting over this, like, everyone has to have like a mama mentality or like LeBron being all locked in and doing like whatever he does during the playoffs, like or, or the season, like going off social media, like zero dark 30, 23. Yeah. So doing those things, like we need to be okay with guys that like they're good at football and they can be good at football and probably elite and a future hall of famer. 
without having to be that way. Like, it's okay. Like their life doesn't need to be football. They can have other things because maybe that makes them the way they are. Right. You can have Michael Jordan be great and be hated and you can have LeBron James be great and be like this family man. who's like this great person. And he's, you know, very involved in his communities. You know, he's very charity minded. Like it's not, there's not one recipe for success. And I think that's what people want. And I know other people have had this take, but I'm going to echo it here and broadcast it. We were waiting for Trevor Lawrence to have a chip on his shoulder. Probably has one now. Yeah. Yeah. And like how hard is it to have a chip on your shoulder when you've been good at everything? Like since day one, this guy came out and was just good at football. Uh, I don't know what we expected him to do. Exactly. Everybody's been saying that. It's like Trevor Lawrence is the Matt Miller of the NFL draft, but the player version. Actually, one of the DMs they got was like a girl just being like, yeah, Matt, was it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. I'm just trying to tease Matt because I can tell he's so mentally not fully kicking. I know what's so funny is like you were somebody I was like, I messaged you. I think I texted you and I was like, good luck with all of your stuff on ESPN because I just tried to give you the old, you can do it, buddy. I believe in you. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. It's it's been a grind. Yeah, you know what? I'm proud of myself. I when you were talking about, oh, next week's the draft, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be on the show next week, am I? Okay, we'll figure that out next week. So we'll be, we'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know. We'll be yeah. better about letting you guys know via Twitter because we did get a lot of messages like, hey, where's the episode? And I was like, whoops, sorry guys, that's our bad. Um, so my favorite quarterback in this class besides Trevor Lawrence is Trey Lance. And his pro day, everybody was talking about how him and, and Zach Wilson and um, Mac Jones all made the same throw in front of um, Shanahan. But um, what are your thoughts on the Justin Fields? It's not going to be Justin Fields. If it's not Justin Fields or Mac Jones, it's going to be Trey Lance. Rumor with the Niners at three. I don't think I said that one right. If it's not Mac Jones, no, it was Michael. Lamb- Michael Lombardi said, "If it's not Mac Jones, it will be Trey, be Trey Lance. Lance." But he also said that it was ninety-eight percent. Mac that Jones. It will be Mac Jones. Yeah. Sorry, Mel. Go ahead. That. I just wanted to. No, add you're some, fine. Some- if it's a Niners topic, you can always go first because I need time to calm down because I'm so uh, sick of so the United fans. Here's the thing. For the most and part, it's hard. It's hard for me because I have like a responsibility to do a job. Like I have two very different jobs. Like I have the, the on TV job, and then I have the writing job and they are very different my goal is like always tell the truth like not to advance storylines or like come up have a take just to have a take that day and I think something that I see a lot on Twitter from even from other analysts is we're so bored with the idea that Mac Jones could go third that we're looking for any excuse to say it won't be him and also like it goes against logic because Mac Jones is not the number three quarterback for anyone that I know of maybe he is for others Uh, So like it goes against the rankings that you see. uh, And so there's like this battle almost of what you hear versus what you think should happen. But like, I'm not going to move off that. I think Mac Jones is the pick just because like ESPN's tired of me saying, Hey, it's going to be Mac Jones. And also no one there's ever been like, could you please say it someone else just to, you know, for conversation's sake. But there are, I mean, I've had that this week. People have really started to push back and be like, no, they're going to these pro days. They definitely are open-minded about it. I don't get that information from anyone around the league. I really don't. Now, I think I used the analogy the other day of they went to the car lot knowing what car they wanted. Now, when they got there, they might have looked at an, another model or two, but they're probably still going home with the car, Mac Jones, that they wanted all along. 
And I think it's foolish to say that when they traded up, they didn't know who they were going to take. Yeah. If you traded up and didn't know who you were going to take, you're fucking stupid. And like, you should be, they will be fired. If they did that, you gave up two future first round picks and a third, and you didn't know what you were trading up for. It's like, I get taking a trip and not knowing what hotel you're going to stay in. But you don't trade up from 12 to three and not know who you're drafting. And so maybe you were comfortable with Mac Jones and Trey Lance and Justin Fields. I doubt it. I'm ready for all this to be over, though. Like, I'm I'm ready for the Niners situation to be over. And I'm very anxious to have some clarity. I was on with Dan Graziano the other day, and Dan's great at his job. And he said something that I want all of 49ers Twitter to hear. That every year, the 49ers pick has been known before the pick happened. Last year, they traded DeForest Buckner. What immediately came out? They liked Javon Kinlaw. Even when they liked Debo Samuel, that was known because the Nick Bosa pick was a slam dunk, right? Like we've actually known this team's pick before it happened. Even Brandon Ayuk last year. Like I remember sitting on the desk and being like, I, I actually remember sitting on the desk with Adam Lefko and him being like, who do you think the Niners take? And I was like, I would take AJ Brown, but they're going to take Debo Samuel. Guess who they took? Debo Samuel. So like the Niners, Niners Twitter is like, oh, this team doesn't leak. Bullshit, this team leaks. <laughs> Go look at people's mock drafts. They leak. Interesting. Like a fucking faucet. What? Sorry, I'm fired up today. I know. I'm kind of, I kind of want to put like some sort of bet on this. Like, what are you actually willing to put on the fact that they'll take Mac at three? Just to make it fun. Me? Yeah. Who am I betting? The field, I the guess. Is what you yeah. Well, you, no, like, it'll who just benefits. Me. I benefit from this because I just, <laughs> I, I trust you completely. And I'm not saying that it's, not gonna I'm I believe you that it will be Mac Jones but just for the sake of like the reaction because one it's going to be ridiculous if it's not Mac Jones but if it is we can we can do something I mean I'll do whatever the loser actually let's make Melo do it <laughs> I, I was gonna say I mean You're all 49er fans I will I'm just sitting over here with a great quarterback one thousand dollars to a 49ers charity if Mac Jones is not the pick okay but if he is, though, here's the thing though. Like, uh, this has to be beneficial to me, right? Like, I can't well, just be like, oh, I'll charity. Brand to a charity. Yeah, okay, that's great. But like, what do I get if I'm right? Because here's what won't happen. <laughs> and I'm not the only one saying this. For all of us people who are saying that it looks like Mac Jones will be the pick, no one is going to be like, hey, my bad. You were right. That won't happen. So I I'm mean, going I'm, to burn bridges on Thursday night. I will make people the apologize. Pick comes through to you. And it's Mac Jones. I'm going people to add people. You're going to add people? Yes, I am. Do you have receipts saved? Yes, I do. <laughs> people I'm nervous. so fucking tired of 49ers Twitter. It has made me hate the NFL draft process this year, and it is something that I've loved my entire life. I've put up with Browns fans, Jets fans, and the 49ers are the worst Twitter fan base that I've ever encountered because of this third pick. I say that ever. as a Niners fan, he's right. And I know, like, I'm a you Chiefs fan. I know that the Chiefs can be annoying, but there's, I've never seen a collective group of people look at what everyone is saying and being like, nope, disagree. Or like, Matt, you were saying earlier, like, no, we don't leak. This is what it's going to be. Don't believe that. I don't believe Schefter. I don't believe Miller. I don't believe Kuiper, any of them. It's all bullshit. And then the other people who are like, oh, this is all media driven. This is just uh, ESPN or Bleacher Report trying to get clicks. This is this. This is that. It's just... It's so fucking annoying that it actually makes me hate 
your guys's favorite team. And Matt, even growing up with you as a 49er fan, I've always been neutral to the 49ers. Like I loved Jerry Rice and some of the players that they've had, but this offseason, not even the Super Bowl, not even playing this team in the Super Bowl made me hate them. Even then, it was like, you know what? If the Chiefs lose, I'll be happy for the 49er fans that I know because there are a lot of them that are really good. But the obnoxious ones that keep speaking out and just being stupid on Twitter are really driving me crazy. And I will say, if Mac Jones is not the pick, myself and all of us who work in this field will have to, we'll have egg on our face. And we'll have to be like, okay, we were wrong. We were lied to. It happens. It has happened to me a lot in this job. And it's like, here's what's weird. In this job, when you get something wrong because someone lied to you, isn't it weird that you as the analyst have to take the hit that someone just lied to you? Like we're supposed to have a lie detector built in. Like, oh, wait, let me take my phone and scan you. Oh, oh that was a lie. doesn't work like that. It's like if somebody just flat out lies to your face, you're supposed to be able to like detect that. It's, it's such a weird, it's a weird um, thing. Matt, but I question. think Mac Jones will be the pick. Okay. So um, I'll donate to your charity if, if he's not, have, or if, if he is, how about that? Just we'll donate to charity just for fun either way. Um, but are I don't you doing, have beer money at this point, but that's are, fine. Are, <laughs> are you going to do that thing? I think you did it last year, right? And I also did it with you yeah. where if you had it wrong, then you would donate however much. I donated $100 for every pick I got wrong in my mock draft. Yep. I think I matched you like $5 a pick or something like that. We should do that again. Yeah. I just feel like we giving should. away money, apparently. Can <laughs> I get money for every pick I get right? 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 No, you get money for every pick you get right by subscriptions on the draft scout and from ESPN and this podcast. So that's how it works. Um, all right, more draft stuff. We'll move on from the 49ers. The Dolphins, Ian Rappaport said that they are not done making moves before the draft. What are some of the moves you guys think are possibilities here? Mello, you I think go this first? is the <laughs> Dolphins being the Dolphins. I don't know if they want to do anything. Uh, I remember last year they started, they, the Dolphins started floating rumors. They're like, oh man, we might like Justin Herbert. And we might do this. We might draft an offensive tackle at whatever pick they had and then draft Jordan Love later. I think this is Chris Greer in that front office getting a little bored, throwing some smoke screens. I do think there's a possibility, but even when you look into these reports and and you Steve Rappaport and what he's putting out there. And then you go and you look and you double check with other people. It's it, they might trade up or if they these receivers aren't there, they might trade back. So to me, it just screams smoke screen. I, yeah, I don't know I think, if there's anything to this. Sorry, Mel. I think some of it is that when they traded from three to 12 and then 12 to six, I do think that they really thought that the Bengals would take Penesol. Cause I, I'll tell you at the time, that's what we yeah. were all hearing. Right. Now it's starting to look like the Falcons will take Kyle Pitts, the Bengals will take Jamar Chase, and the Dolphins are going to be left at six, which is a little early for Devontae Smith, in my opinion. So I do think that it's smart of them to put out like, hey, we we could be talked to about moving down, especially because if the board goes that way, let's say it goes Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase. That means Trey Lance and Justin Fields are on the board. So if you're Miami, you're smart to say, hey, Denver, we'd be interested or Hey, Washington, we'd be interested. Now, new England, you can go fuck yourselves. We're not helping you but like to any other quarterback needy team. You want to put that information out there that you could be talked to. Now that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Like what Mello said, it could be a smoke screen, but teams do use the media to get out there that they would be willing to trade out. It's not always as simple as like, there's not a group text where Chris Greer is like, 
hey, you know, there's not a Facebook marketplace for draft picks. There should be. That'd be cool. You know, where like you can Madden, just advertise. Just add people to the trade block. Right. That, that's should all be. that it actually is. That would be a good idea. I'm going to try to I, I, I do think that that's probably what's going on. I think the Dolphins are putting out some feelers. Uh, I think they probably realized that trading back to six was not a great move. Uh, and, but maybe they can work some magic if they do like a guy like Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. I still hope that Penny Sewell is the pick at five because looking at these pictures of Joe Burrow in this banged up knee just reminds me that they need protection for this young man. Like, please don't screw this up. I know that you can go get the shiny new receiver, but please get him some kind of protection. You, you can always use more. I have two very random thoughts. Number one, I agree with you. Like, I love Jamar Chase, and I'll be excited for that offense with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon if he's the pick. But they should draft Penny Sewell. And I think that we're missing out on big-time marketing opportunities, not like having offensive lines be sponsored by condom companies or like insurance companies. It's like you keep talking about protection, and I'm thinking about car insurance and like Trojan. It's like someone yeah. – is really missing Screw out on Aaron Rodgers like, and Patrick Mahomes. We need State Farm, Farm. protection with, right? With uh, Penny Sewell. Maybe like I mean, imagine on Sunday Night Football if they did like the Green Bay Packers offensive line brought to you by Trojan. Mm-hmm. They you were know, in, for max protection, you know, or whatever. Instead of yeah. having their offensive oh, yeah. line be in pitch perfect, or yeah, right. I, so just saying the picture that's you're how brain dead I am today. <laughs> The picture of Mel you're referring to um, is the one where uh, they posted their new uniforms, which we'll get to, but of him like sitting there and you just like see the scar on his knee. But did you guys see, did you see his, like his caption for it today or something? It was like, if you don't like have scars and you haven't like lived a life worth like getting them or something like you didn't do anything worth getting a scar or something like that. I love that so much. Like he's putting it out. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. So part of me feels like maybe they're not going to take an offensive lineman, but I, I really hope they take Penny soul. I, I, I want him to be protected because I do think he's a tough guy, but I also think like this, he's only had like what a season of being hit, like not even a full one. Like I don't want any more of that deal. So let's not, let's not do that. Let's move. But I also think like they, they liked their interior last year. And like, you almost have to throw last year out because of how messed up everything was because of COVID, no preseason, no OTAs. It's like Jonah Williams had never played in the NFL before because he had a knee injury. So last year was his effectively rookie year. And and they had a lot of moving parts. So I, I do think that offensive line sucked last year. I'm not trying to make any yeah. excuses for them. I think they could be better this year without, um, like the four people who are coming back should all be better this year, just through continuity and reps and experience. So like, I don't think – I thought Riley Reef was the Vikings' best lineman last year. It's like, I don't see them as – like, Sewell should be the pick, yes. I think they can get by for 2021 with what they have. And then next year, I don't want to get way too ahead of myself. Next year's offensive tackle class is really good. Shout out Evan Neal. Well, and even uh, – what I think they could also probably look at the second round of this – draft class because I really like the tackles in this draft class so it's not like a, if they do pass on Sewell but I do he should be the pick in my opinion if they do pass on, on Sewell they can still get another offensive lineman in the second round where there's still going to be some really good ones yeah uh, you know like a Raiden's Eichenberg Leatherwood potentially like there's going to be some really good tackles or even guards that you could snag in that second round that are good to go along with 
a Jamar Chase or a Kyle Pitts. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. I th- I don't know that I'm willing to risk Joe Burrow on seeing if they're better this year, <laughs> but but who knows? I guess maybe getting for Jamar Cincinnati, Chase. I would rather take a second round wide receiver than a second round tackle. Well, that's because you don't like wide receivers being up. No, but that's also anyway. smart. Like in ge- well, that's in trying- general the way things are going. But yeah. I've been trying to educate people more on that, Mello, on like stacking your draft. I just did a thing with the Chargers today, and it was like, okay, well, yes, you need a left tackle, but if there's not one there, number one, you can't create one, and you have to look at the depth of your position. So you might actually be better going corner in round one, and there's not great corner depth. So you want to, you know, corner round one, offensive tackle round two. Like that's such a smart way to look at how you build your team. The draft Um, is really complicated, but it's also kind of like any fantasy draft that you've ever done where you look at the value of the position and you're like, you know what, in fantasy football, you're like, I'm going to draft a running back early because there's not great depth value there. Now grab yeah. some receivers later like, or, or quarterbacks. Like, yeah, you can find a good fantasy football quarterback. You don't need to be drafting them very high. So it, it is very similar. Different value at different positions for real football, but it, there's still a lot of good value to be had at other positions and other picks. But again, I want to go on record. Sewell should be the pick of five. Yeah, I'm glad we established that. We all agree that that should be the pick, but may not be. Um, so the Bengals also revealed new uniforms, and I love whoever put this in the rundown, put smash or pass. So, guys, I'm going to let you answer first. What's it, me? Smash, it was me. Obviously, it was me. Uh, I, I think that they, they're really good. I think that when we complained about the Bengals uniforms, over the last couple of years. It's like, man, it'd be really cool. But like, what's up with the shoulder thing that they're doing? Uh, Whether they're away jerseys, I believe had like the orange across the top and there was black and orange on the shoulder stripes too. And they just cleaned it up. They took like the actual complaints that fans had and they got rid of it. So I think it's a really good, just clean look that they have. You don't have to do anything over the top. We saw the Falcons last year try to come out with like these new trendy uniforms and they sucked. They sucked real bad. And the Rams too, they're like, we're not even going to wear white. We're going to wear this off-white beige color. And those were pretty stupid as well. So I actually really like what the Bengals did. I I would smash the hell out of these uniforms. And I still think it's one of the best helmets in all of football. College, high school, pro. I love the helmets. Yeah, I love the uniforms. I don't know why people are upset about just because people are upset about everything, right? Can we do another round of stimulus? And it just says, like, cheer the fuck up. Like, that's in the memo. You know, it, something, right? I don't, I don't know, but I liked it. I did see someone say that they wish the helmets were white and black. NFL has rules; you can yeah. have one helmet color. So I'm with you. Hey, if this this were college football, they have a white and black one. It looked dope, mm-hmm. but they don't. Or would it be black and white? Philosophical question. That is. That. Um, I have to say this. I think that the NFL has like the worst uniforms collectively. Like I always think they try to redo them, and they just like miss a lot. Like, I think college uniforms are great. I think NBA actually does a pretty good job. They're, like, mostly not the colors of the places they play, but still, they're cool. And the concepts are really cool. But I just think the NFL, like, tries so hard to, like, be trendy and have those things. Like, I wish they would get, like, fan input and player input because I think it would be a lot better. I think, like, some teams are trying to do it but don't want to, like – maybe it's, like, the – like, you would think that, like, a lot of people who have been following these NFL teams for their whole, like, lives or whatever and are older are probably, like, get off my lawn. Don't change the classics. So maybe that's why because the NFL definitely leans more towards that. But I'd have to say, like, if I had to pick a league that, like, I was, like, oh, gosh, they just seem to miss. 
that's that's the league that I would I would choose. But I did like the Bengals once, obviously, because Joe Burrow wears it, so it doesn't really matter. I, I forgot how much NFL, you love Joe Burrow. I yeah, God, I love Joe today. Burrow. Uh, I think like sixty percent of the teams could just go back to like a throwback uniform, yeah. like the yep. Falcons, the Eagles, uh, the Texans. Like go back, bring those Oilers uniforms back. I don't know who actually has oh, like, yes. the rights to that, but like there's so many teams that if you just went back to what was going on in the '80s. You'd be nailing it. Like, like the Raiders have been very good. Your 49ers have really good uniforms yes. as well because they screwed up for a while with that like maroon face. And then they just went back to the Joe Montana era and it worked. Matt? Yes, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> if any team needs a reboot, it's the Texans. Just make up the Oilers. Just go back, right? Yeah. Just go back to the Powder Blues. Maybe get Earl Campbell involved. Maybe get Eddie George involved. I mean, they need like they need a reboot badly yeah, yeah. I, they I haven't. Just, they've been in the league for like 20 years and they've never changed their uniforms logos anything i just mean like now there's might like be kind the of a there's yep. kind of a cloud over that whole brand right yep. now yeah i kind of blame oregon i don't like i'm just gonna throw that out there like i blame oregon for them trying hard to make things like flashy and fun um because it I doesn't work oregon for most yeah things. those assholes the you're they don't have great like why do you have gray uniforms like gray is not in your no, it's, it's so annoying. Anyway, um, okay, so this is obviously not a um, soccer podcast. It's a basketball podcast. We've already established that many times um, on the show. But um, <laughs> no, it's a joke, Matt. There's a thing. Remember when you were saying cheer the fuck up? I was like making a joke so people would laugh. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's what that. was happening. So, but thank you for not getting <laughs> Matt it. Matt needs so, a stimulus. Yeah, Matt, yeah Matt, right? Matt just wants a stimulus. Yeah, that'd be great. Right? <laughs> um, he would love it. So, the other day, I guess, there these teams just decided they were going to make a super league and, like, leave the leagues that they're in. And I don't watch much soccer besides the U.S. women's national team, but this was literally everyone – and I also just got a notification that says Chelsea is backing out of this because then it became like the league saying like they, these t- players won't be able to play in certain tournaments. They won't be able to play for their national teams and all this stuff. And it just like backfired. Um, it was, I was talking to a friend about this when the news came out, I was like, this is basically a, the equivalent of like, say like an Alabama, a Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio state, whatever, or like in college football or like the UNC's Kansas Dukes, whatever in, in basketball being like, Hey, we're going to make a league and like buy NCAA and like basically got into cahoots and like did all this with, and it didn't like leak out. Like it just like happened. So it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. And now it seems like it's just like crumbling, but I don't really love the idea that leagues have so much power over like teams and players in this way. Cause like, it it was a really cool concept, but like, I'm curious what actual soccer fans think of this and what you guys think of it too. Well, I I know Matt is a huge soccer fan. So I'll let him address the list. That's like, I don't care. Yeah, that was it. I, yeah. (laughs) But it was everywhere all over your timeline, right? Did you even know about this? I don't know. I knew about it, but like, I've not been on Twitter a whole lot lately. So, um, yeah, I just whatever. Like, it's cool if this is what they want to do. I mean, I I don't even completely understand what they're doing, so it's just like it's fine. Like, I I That's don't understand I like, a lot of what they do in Europe anyway. Like, you know, some places they drive on one side of the road, some places it's other. Some places there is speed limits, some places there's not. Sometimes it's a monarchy, sometimes it's a constitutional monarchy, sometimes it's a republic. 
sometimes. I mean, it's just like, what are they doing over there? Are you in the EU? Are you not in the EU? Do we like the queen? Do we not like the queen? I, I don't, I don't know. So do whatever you want to do with your soccer. I don't, it's not going to watch it. Cool. Come to the MLS. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's right? talking to I, soccer. <laughs> right. Exactly. I totally zoned out. I was reading an article about a, a guy that got killed in Yellowstone. My mom's trying to make sure it wasn't by a friend. bear. So <laughs> by a bear, right? No, she, she was very concerned. Right. I'm a little worried about him. Um, so Shut yeah, up, Kathy. Like, really, like, I think it's like a fun, like, thought exercise. Of, like, what if this happened in, in college football? And I know Andy Staples took a lot of heat for that list he put out because he had Nebraska in there. Like, I think that's fun. Like, oh, if I'm you could create less. a, you know, I'm kind of over, like, super things unless it's Mario Brothers or, like, that might be it like supersizing my hungover fries um guys you know super teams i don't like that so i'm so glad you said you don't like it because um we're gonna take a break right now and then when we come back we are going to make soup we're gonna draft super teams are like super league with programs from college football so get excited all right guys we are back and going to draft our super leagues for college football um, each of us are going to pick five teams and Matt and Mello have been so kind that they said I could go first and you guys know I'm rolling with the tide and picking Alabama number one overall for my super league. There's no explanation needed. It's a dynasty. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think there is any explanation needed. I would have taken them first overall yes. too. Uh, that leads me to, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Homer. I am taking Texas. Um, I just want to get them before Matt does. Uh, are they the second best program in college football? No. Uh, but you know what? I want them on my list. And this is just a fun little exercise. At a certain so uh, screw it. I was going to take exactly. Texas based on revenue because they probably are the highest in terms of revenue. They usually are. So if you were going to take create a Super League, you need your moneymaker in there, right? So, so someone's going to take, take Texas, Texas A&M. No, wouldn't do it. Really cut my hand off. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State because, again, you want <laughs> revenue – you want teams that can actually win. I'm a big fan of Ryan Day. Uh, big fan of, I mean, Ohio State's cream of the crop. Uh, they need to get another natty in there soon. But mellow. So I'll take Ohio State. Mello. That is a Earl I, Campbell. I and also Ricky am realizing. Helmet. I I have a thing, and it's I don't know. I, I just I'm not a Clemson fan, and I don't know when that happened because I was. And then I feel like it kind of changed. So I need to do some soul searching. I love their players. There's just something about the program that I've kind of become jaded about. And I don't quite, I can't quite put my finger on it. So that happened happened to me too. Probably That happened to me too. Cause I really, I mean, especially like when Deshaun Watson was there and I mean, even like Trevor Lawrence being there and just being like steady and good. And the people they've drafted Travis Etienne, like, I, I don't know. Like I just, I also have that like weird bias towards them now. And I don't know if it's because like I got a little tired of, of Dabo, but Clem son, not Clemson. Um, I'm also, I'm also not going to take them and let my bias show a little bit. I'm going to take the, the West coast powerhouse and go USC. No comment. Cause Texas, Good pick. <laughs> you guys weren't going to pick it. No, so I should have yeah. waited. I mean, for- that was dumb of me. I didn't think that one was <laughs> Neither of you were going to pick that. Like I should have. I was going to go Ohio State next. So whatever. 
I just realized mm-hmm. that neither of you would have picked that, so I could have waited until later to pick them, but I'm going to take them. Yeah. I'm actually, I just think I'm, it's funny. Yeah, it is, because you're an Arizona grad, and you had to admit that USC is superior <laughs> in every way, so that's great. Not in every way, and just in football in terms of legacy and historically being a good program. And money and but, revenue. All the things that matter. Better town, better tacos. Okay, 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 okay. We don't need to shit on Arizona. <laughs> okay let's go next you know one I Arizona don't want... is literally the closest thing to hell in America <laughs> oh my god Stop. Oh my, it's god. so hot it's so hot though. actually it was perfect this past weekend I had a great time oh yeah well it's snowing here so I've been, there, yeah. <laughs> I've been there in July and you can't go outside so yeah well that was because you went in July Hello. Wasn't my choice. Use your brain. All right, Melo, what's your second team that you're taking? Program. Second team. I'm going to take Notre Dame. Uh, I do think that they're historically great, obviously. Moneymaker. Brian Kelly. Like, everybody loves to hate on these guys, but football is – college football is better when Notre Dame is good and when they're relevant. We've had some down years in the past, but I think Brian Kelly's done a good job of keeping them relevant and in the playoffs. And even this year joining the ACC is like, oh, I guess we'll finally figure out how they do. And they did really well. So I am going to take Notre Dame in this one. Yeah, again, Mello's loading up on the national powers and the revenue. These two, I mean, both programs have their own networks, essentially. Uh, I'm not stupid. I might not love Dabo Sweeney, but Clemson is available. I'm going to take them. So uh, I'm just trying to win football games here. So, taking Clemson, taking Clemson after that. All right. Yep. Man. Yep. I want to question the big board that was created, by the way. Okay. I just want, I just want how is UCLA on our list of teams? Just, to choose from? I just put teams on there. Pac 12 Sally over there. Right. Pac 12 like, Sally. You could go with such a better name than that. Do better. I could um, not on the Pac 12 page. Pac 12 page. Yeah, that, that was, was a good. good one, that was a layup. Just kidding. Name. Right. Right. Like, like Auburn's not on this list, but I know, UCLA right? is. It was all right. You know what? Matt, I can't you can remember UCLA right ever being good at quarterback or at quarterback at, at football. Uh, I was going to say at quarterback. I'm like, neither, was was Alabama wasn't good at quarterback until a couple of years ago. So that doesn't say much, but um, okay. Gosh, this is hard. Well, you have to take UCLA now. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. You already um, got one West Coast powerhouse. In terms of right. wins, Minus any sort of scandal, I'm going to take Penn State mm. over Michigan. Wow. Sorry. Michigan. When you say wins minus scandal, I really thought Miami <laughs> was going to be the pick. <laughs> I kind of did too. <laughs> right. But okay. but okay. I don't hate it. I, I Penn State is what it is. Um, okay. I'm up. I'm taking uh, Georgia. I'm going to go oh. with the Bulldogs. I really like this program. And I've said it before, even like kind of growing up, I was always a Georgia fan because the high school we went to was the mascot. They were the Bulldogs and I love them. So go with the Georgia Bulldogs. Sorry, Matt, that's what I was going to pick next every time. Again, not at all picking with my heart here. I will take Oklahoma because again, I just want the best teams to get people to watch my super league. So I have Ohio State, Clemson and Oklahoma. Uh, No, we didn't get that LA TV market in this, but feel pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> rude um oh gosh this is hard because there's a lot of different factors we didn't really break down what the factors would be but i'll take i'll take miami at this point 
just all the scandal. That's a, that's a smart, it's a smart bet. Are they ever going to be back? Is it Miami of Ohio? Okay, Texas fan, you don't get to criticize people for not being back. Oh, no, I'm not criticizing. This is more of a, like a strategic question. Like they have a lot of issues with their facilities and there's a lot of corruption in that city. Maybe it bleeds into the university not being able to get the services that they need. Like, I, I mean, I've talked to Miami alums that are really worried that like they need a new stadium. You know, they, they're playing in a stadium that's so far from campus and it's they so just don't have campus. what they need to there. compete. So, yeah, so that's like, for me, like Texas being back, it's just, Texas was never a, a power it's like Texas being back is finishing second in the Big 12. And like they're doing that most years. So they are back. Ha ha. Joke's on yeah. you guys. But Miami is like that run of dominance in the 90s and early 2000s. Like, they, I mean, it's unreal. So anyway, go ahead. I don't know if we'll ever see it like that again in mm-hmm. Miami. You would think that place would be able to recruit itself. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I'm up. I'm going to dip back into the SEC market. I'm going to take LSU. Uh, again, a lot of scandal there. But I think that this is a program that still kind of recruits itself. It has a case for DBU, wide receiver, U, running back, U. A lot of good talent at LSU. I'll get them uh, fourth on my board here. I, yeah, I'm going to go Florida, as Mello calls it. Uh, Florida. Well, you, you are a Florida fan. I'm a Florida fan. Yeah, Florida fan, Matt, for the 2021 season. Uh, watch me get on the Emory Jones hype chain train next year. Might just stay. Um, can you tell I've already moved on to next year? Me in draft classes is like me in relationships. It's like I can tell this one's almost over, so I've already moved on to the next one. Like, absolutely what's happening. I'm already talking about next year's quarterbacks. Uh, I, now, I'll take Florida. That's not the case. Obviously, now. Locked in forever. Yep. Found my Trevor Lawrence. Um, that Yeah, Florida is, is definitely – I love Dan Mullen, and I think – like the tradition here, the culture, just hate that they live in the worst part of Florida, but everything else about this program is a good one. And my son is kind of a Florida fan, so I got to go there. So I guess sticking with the scandal theme, I shoot. This is hard. I'm trying to figure out where you're going with that. In Florida. <laughs> Me too. In well, Florida. Oh, FSU? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Free Huge University. I think I might go Florida State here. Like, I know these last few years have been rough, but mm-hmm. I'm going to take I'm going to take the championships. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, you love oh, 80s college football is what I'm doing. I'm, cal- I'm oh, looking at your does. list of Alabama, USC, Penn State, Miami, Florida State. Like, you're pissed you didn't get Oklahoma in there. Do you want to do a, a little tradesy for Alabama? no i'm never thank you that's why we get along okay i was i was Uh, last pick for me sorry i was potentially gonna put wisconsin in there because i do really love wisconsin that's where mellow's gonna go he's not he's going with michigan i I want money makers i want blue bloods and i need somebody in my conference that can get their ass kicked all the time and still make money and that is michigan wolverines cc ohio state they do it every year so michigan is going to be my last team in here uh, yeah, good pick. Uh, if you want to finish second in your conference, which we're Texas fans, big, big fan of. They also, like, they without a doubt have the best uniforms in college football. And I know that's going to create a controversy. They do. I'm sorry. It's not Michigan? a fact. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. Yeah. We need to do this on the Friday show. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to pick, we're gonna pick best college uniforms. <laughs> and Oregon is okay, not going to be allowed in, in, to be included. 
I know you're not saying it this way, but I keep hearing you say organ, not Oregon. And it's really Oregon. throwing me off. Wait, do it again. Oregon. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Uh, my last one, I'm going to take Auburn. Um, again, a school it's with a little Oregon. bit of scandal. It's not Oregon, it's Oregon. Hey, wait, what is the, the city page or town, whatever you want to call it, that the 49ers play in? Oh, you saw that where like Californians don't say their T's. Yeah, it's Santa Clara. Uh-huh. It's Santa Clara. So we don't say our T's. Uh, Californians apparently have an accent where you don't see. Like Huntington Beach. Wow. That's the only place that you say it in. Everything else, which should not count because get them out of here. Um, what about Sacramento? Sacramento. You don't say the T. It's not Sacramento. It's Sacramento. I love it. What was the other one? It was like Santa Clara, Santa Ana. Like it's mm-hmm. S-A-N-T-A, but it's just, we say it's Santa. So. Santa. Like San- Santa, but I say like Santa. Yeah, I say, I guess when you say like actual Santa, you use the T, but in like <laughs> towns and cities that are in California, you don't. So yeah, I do have that. There's accent. a thing around here where like we use like A instead of I, which drives me crazy. Like Missouri is actually how you're supposed yep. to pronounce. Like that's the original pronunciation of the state. There's a city near here called Miami, Oklahoma, but everybody calls it Miami, Oklahoma. Just what? stupid. They also call the second meal of the day dinner instead of lunch, and that's just confusing. Or, uh, Our, there's a Nevada, Missouri, that's spelled yes. just like Nevada. Nevada? There's it's a, Nevada, not Nevada. This area. Um, yeah. All right. We'll do- uh, anyway, my last pick is Auburn. Yeah. So there it is, War Eagle. Auburn. Um, we'll definitely do uniforms next episode. I feel like that's a good one. Especially because we'll talk about the draft to start the show and we'll have a little fun so that Matt can. There's just not a whole lot to talk about right now. Honestly, like there's, I know everybody's like, where's the draft content? What, I mean, we gave you a rant for 20 minutes about the information that we have and you guys don't like it. So like, what do you want us to do? Like give you more information you don't like? Cool. Doesn't it seem like this draft is so figured out too? Yeah. Like more so than even past drafts where it's like, all right, well, I kind of have a, good idea who's going in the first round i feel like i'm pretty confident on knowing who's going where i don't i think I don't know maybe it's just me the lack of players is big you know it's a smaller draft class and i think the fact that there's been more like shared information this year because we're all trying to get information like i mean i i couldn't tell you how many teams i've talked to or individual scouts i've talked to where they're trying to fill in gaps on players still so it's tough guys um were there any two guys or girl questions or just the tip questions that you need me to follow up on from your last episode or do you think you guys covered it pretty well yeah give us your life advice for people who are 25 oh i was not expecting you to pick that question serious <laughs> one Mello, what is the seriousness um i told you this is a serious podcast now i think the the advice that I wish I would have taken more would just be the, like the five minute thing where like, if it doesn't matter in five minutes, it won't matter in five years from now, or if it doesn't matter in five years from now, don't spend more than five minutes on it. Because I think like a lot of times we take like criticism and things with like who we are as a person and try and like, I don't know, you take it to heart. And it's like, some of those things aren't big picture. Like ultimately don't sweat the small stuff. Like it doesn't matter. Don't spend too much. I have a rule of five. I have a rule of five too. That was really good advice. I was getting ready to get married for the first time. And I, I was, oh shoot, I was young. I was like 23 and I ran into this like older gentleman at a store 
told him I was getting married and he's like, there's life advice that I've lived through. He's like 80 years old this entire time. That's got me through. He's like, if something falls on the floor, if you pick it up within five seconds, that's still okay to eat. And I've taken that little nugget with me everywhere I go. So thank you to that man hat tip. I still live by that motto. Yeah, that's a good one. I did by. not know where that was going. I was nervous. I was right. so nervous because I he he does this face where like when he's pretending oh, to be serious and I'm like, I know it's not serious. And like, he sounds serious. And for those that aren't watching on YouTube, like the there's a very distinct look he gets when he is about to the make smirk. a joke. <clears throat> Our dad does it too. Because he yeah. can't keep it together. And I was <laughs> well, like, I'm so oh, no. funny. I can't keep it in. <laughs> you can't deliver the punchline. It's all right. Well, guys, that's our show for today. Um, sorry, we're delayed again. We'll get our stuff together. Probably not ever, but you know what? That's why you love us, right? Any parting thoughts? Two subscribe guys, 20, Manscaped. What? If they subscribe, they'll just get the alert when the episode when the, comes when out. When the episode is ready, but also watch on YouTube. And we will Follow try us. to do better. Yeah, we will try to do better. Better subscribe. I know someone asked if we were going to go to three episodes a week, and I was like, you really think... <laughs> yeah, we're struggling with two come on we come on we, we you know what? summer we were... episodes let's dive deep into the oakland days lineup <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that idea we can talk about golf too because golf is a summer thing trade destinations for matt chapman oh my god okay let's end in the show there before i get upset but <laughs> we will talk to you guys on friday <laughs>